This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Core of the issue is that there is no rule that says that we have to sit around and wait for realtors to give us referrals. No. There's no rule. We don't have. And yet we succumb to that. And so we're like, well, I don't have any referrals from realtors. Really? Why don't you go out and get the same buyers they're out there getting? And they're doing a poor poor job doing it. So, you know, we, we can do a better job at getting them. So having first-time homebuyers seminars, having understanding credit seminars, having, um, you know, the, the new generation, you know, millennial buying, um, doing a seller um, series, you know, on how to be a first-time seller. Um, doing a, you know a whole series on on um, you know what you don't know could hurt you. I mean, there's a, the whole plethora of things that we could be doing. Uh, doing lunch and learns at corporations. Every borrower you have has a job that they work someplace. So why not try to get in and and do some seminars there? Um, that's, see, that's that's cool. You did some really cool things that are outside the box. Everybody does home seminars. You know, the credit understanding is one thing. Which is kind of, but I like the one too. How to be a first-time seller? Yeah, because um, nobody knows how they all breathed last time. You know, it was, yeah. the house went on the market at twelve oh one. It was sold. So, you know, so I'm doing a series with several of my real estate agent partners where we're doing, we're bringing in an HVAC guy, a home inspector, a stager, a landscaper. Um, I'm doing some credit pieces. I have a, a guy who does credit. You know, and if you're if you're familiar with some. Um, uh, do you know my, uh, Michael? Oh gosh, why am I having a brain fade? Um McNamara, Mike McNamara. He's known nationally as a credit. Yeah, he's known nationally as a credit doctor, and you know, I bring him in. He loves doing stuff like that. Um, and you know, where you talk, you know, for ten minutes on the market, what's going on with lending. Uh, the realtor talks for ten minutes on what's going on with the real estate piece of it, and then you have a guest speaker. And sometimes you're the guest speaker, and sometimes the realtor is. But you try to bring in other people. You do it as a series, so no one can say I can't come today. And you go, that's fine. I have a whole series. Bring your friends. You know, so some come every time, some come and don't show up again, some others show up and then stay. And we've been able to get refinances out of it, second mortgages out of it, listings out of it. You know, so they don't always sell right away, but we're getting their friends and neighbors and, and referral partners. So we're going together to get those things in that case, you know. But you can you can go to, you know, any borrower that you're talking to. When they're approved, that's the peak of, of referral. So you say, hey, congratulations on the approval. And they go, oh, great, it's wonderful. And you say, so listen, now that we're at this point where we're at the approval, you know, your reticular activator is going, you're going to find more people are looking, and you've already, of course, prepped this in the first meeting, but you're saying, you know, remember we talked about that, and, um, you know, people are looking, so uh, who do you know that is just got engaged like you, or who do you know that's moving up just like you, who do you know who's getting divorced just like you that I can meet and be introduced to, and while I have you, I do lunch and learns um, at corporations, at companies, I would love to come in to your office and do lunch and, a series of lunch and learns to help other people learn how to be in a position to be able to buy just like you. Would you be willing to introduce me to your payroll or HR person? Yeah, and then what? And Every I think, client. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think you did some different things there. Who do you know that is getting married just like you? Who do you know that just was promoted just like you? You've already identified them 
personally, you know, and you're being more specific and it's like, hey, the old canned, well, you know, I work on referrals and if you know, have any friends or family members that may be looking or busy. Yeah, but you know, (laughs) you're you're being more laser focused there where you're you're pinpointing it like, hey, um, you're, you're taking something, the reason why they purchased or refinanced and you're using that as an additional bonding moment, too. And I right. like to also... Well, yeah. yeah, and I, I think the problem everybody has is, one, we don't ask who. We say, do you know anybody? Okay? There's a real fine difference there. Do you know anybody? Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people. <laughs> and even if, even if I asked you, do you know anybody who's buying or selling? And you're going, uh... Yeah, sure. I, I don't know. Like, if I, I mean, separate yourself from being a lender. Who do you know? You know, do you know anybody? And you're like, I don't know. But when you take it in the context of who do you know who's um, having a baby? Who do you know who just got engaged? Who do you know that's bursting at the seams? Right. Who do you know who this? Who do you know that? And then all of a sudden that opens up a little bit more, and you're like, oh, I know pregnant people. Yeah, I know somebody who's pregnant who might want to buy. And it totally changes, you know, that thing. So so my point being is consistency is key, but why wait on the realtor? Exactly. I hate waiting for them. Be and on the, I, be on the other side. You know, I, hey, I gave three names out. Of course, I don't do that, but we could. It wouldn't be fun. <laughs> no, you know, it wouldn't be fun, yeah. We wouldn't want to do that to them. No, no. So, but I do like the ideas in, in talking to companies where, you know, I have my wife who does small benefit, health benefits for, you know, small That's a companies. That's no-brainer like, right there. Like, for, you know, from companies from like five to ten to twenty-five people. Yeah. Thirty-five. That's people, a no-brainer 50, right there. For where you. like, hey, let's yeah, like she can come in talk about health benefits. I can do this. I can bring a realtor in or a financial planner or a home yep. inspector. And and now you yeah. now you're. They're they're a we get validated as the expert, right? Yeah. Right, and now you and then we have can ask all the people three or four names at the end of the thing, right? Well, and then they're coming into those things as well because you're shedding light on all of that. You know, you bring a reverse care a reverse mortgage specialist in, you know, and say, hey, look, I do forward mortgages, they do reverse. Everybody, you know, are you between a rock and a hard place? You're the sandwich generation. Are you the people that are worried about your kids and worried about your parents, you know? Or are you the millennial who's worried about your 50-some-year-old parent who lost all of their savings and they're upside down in their home? You know, all there's there's an angle for everything, um, right. you know, to, to help them understand who you're looking for rather than I'm looking for people who are buying, selling, refinancing. That doesn't go very far. No. But I'm when you're looking for people... For people that- yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm no, saying... I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm getting totally engaged here. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> it's really You're scribbling cool. notes. I mean, You're scribbling notes. Yeah. I. I have. I have a whole page already. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, so the, so that kind of situation, I think, just really lends itself to more and more opportunities. You know, and I've talked before. Now, now, so we met. We're LinkedIn buddies, right? Um, have you listened to my podcast? No, I, where, where do you have podcasts? Okay, so that's why I was recording this, because I might make it a podcast. So uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, but, yeah, so I talk about, about a lot of these techniques and things in my podcast. Um, but uh, my, my point being that 
you know, there is nothing that says that we can't be the person who's steering this relationship and going, you know, going forward with it. But one of the things that I also have talked on the podcast, and so if we, you know, we end up recording this as a repeat, but um, is that, you know, mortgages under management. Everybody you talk to, it's, hi, so, you know, what do you do? What do you do for a living? You're asking them that, and they, oh, that's really great. You know, so do you live in the area? Or do you own? Do you rent? What do you do? Oh, I'll never be able to buy because my credit is really bad. Really? So maybe I can help you with that. Um, right. Or, yeah, I already have my house. That's great. Who's managing your mortgage? Well, what do you mean managing yeah, like my that. mortgage? So who's, you know, I do ma- mortgages under management. Um, who's manage- managing your current mortgage? Well, I make my payment to Wells Fargo. Well, no, they're making your payment to them. But who's managing the mortgage? Who's giving you timely updates about what's going on in the market? Who has you on an auto lock so that when rates drop to a certain point where you're comfortable refinancing that we're letting you know rather than having you miss those opportunities and costing you th- several thousand dollars over the time frame that you've owned the home? Correct. Because because through all of that, you can bring more people into your database just by asking them who's managing their mortgage. I don't care that SunTrust just did their loan. I don't care that they've had their mortgage for two years. I What I know is that the odds are the lender that they used is gone. And so I call it a adopt-a-mortgage program. So have you been orphaned by your last lender? Have they left you hanging? <laughs> I'm adopting mortgages. <laughs> and come with me, and I will take care of you and give you timely updates on the market and let you know what's going on so that you have a resource to come to. Grow your database through that, and then if you're consistent with communicating with your database, they whether they refinance or sell or buy, it doesn't matter, they're going to tell their friends. Right. And you now have and how often data. do you contact them? Once a quarter? Um, um, I use an alphabet. Yeah, I use an alphabet um, kind of thing. So, you know, there's 52 weeks in the year. I mean, sorry. Yeah, there's 52 weeks in a year. There's 26 letters in the alphabet. So the first week of January, I call all the A's. The second week, the B's. The third week, the C's. By so June, you call. You don't do a drip email or anything like You call. I do some of that too, yeah, but I make sure I call. So I do all the calls. Um, from January to June, and then come June 1st, I reprint my database and now start calling the A's again. So in that case, I would get in touch with them twice a year. If you want to get in touch with them more often, then you call the A's and B's the first week, the C's and D's the second week, and you'll go through them in a quarter. Um, And then, of course, birthday cards and birthday calls and anniversaries for annual reviews. And then, of course, any time that there's something new in the market that is important for us to be, you know, going after whether there's a trigger of me, um, you know, refinancing them or if there's a trigger that, um, you know, there's a guideline change that that could help them, any of those right. things I'd be calling in the meantime. But generally, you know, you're just kind of doing the drip campaign, you know, to that. Um so you have to come up with what's right for you. Again, it's based on you know your budget and based on your utility. You can't possibly do all of these things if you don't have the the uh, time blocking to do it. Otherwise, it's uh-huh. just a bunch of good plans and nothing that's taken into action. Right. Yeah, and, and action is the key. Not everybody they everybody has hopes, aspirations, writes a plan. A lot of people do, but they don't execute the plan. They just right. They get they veer off of the plan. They don't, like you said, it's consistency, and they right. don't have the discipline to keep focused on right. the plan. Right, so, and a lot of that like has that. to do with a lot of that has to do with developing habits. You know, if you were to try to, 
you know, start working out and go on a diet and quit smoking and quit drinking and quit going to bed so late and quit going. You try to do all of these habits at once, you'll never develop a habit. You have to you have to do one. Get real right. good at it and then bring another one into the fold. And then bring right. another one into the fold. And while you're doing that, you might find that some of these aren't working instead of I tried everything and nothing works. Well, it wouldn't if you do it all at once. Because there's no focus. Your, your energies no focus. are all over and, the place. And, right, right. So, you know, take one idea, implement it, and use it, use it, use it, breathe it, you know, do it, and then incorporate the next thing in that you feel is, you know, top of your list most important to get done. So if you think phone calls are important, then figure out a way to make phone calls every day. If you in one day, you know, one week you might have ten A's and you're done in one day making those phone right. calls. One week you might have to really make a lot of phone calls to get Which to Which is not a problem. Right. Yeah, because yeah, it's makes just fun. a quick check in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was looking at it this way for my idea. I said, Well I'm gonna target 30 reorders, because everybody's running around like the Keystone Cops. I'm going to go over here, go over here to this place and try to get in front of everybody. So I'm trying to pinpoint specific reorders, people I know that have a significant amount of borrowers, buyers, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'll I'll focus on this, these, this 10 this week, this 10 this week, the first week, and this 10 the third week. And naturally the fourth week, nobody's going to want to be called because it is the last working week of the month, everyone's, I'm, you know, I'm at settlement. They don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. They don't want to meet for coffee, lunch, or whatever, or right. hear, or you know, discuss new ideas. So right. I try to take that approach too to work with them. But I yeah, also and I think know, that's I think that's a great approach if that works for you. You know, to call ten a week, two a day. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's great. Whatever works for you is it will work if you do it consistently. Yeah, that's why there's think, no magic I, bullet. No, there isn't. And but I do like the ideas that you have in the in the the words and the approach. This is mm-hmm. totally refreshing. And it's not okay. doesn't sound as canned or salesy, which you know which is which is very very cool because when I, I have a new loan officer out in Abington outside Philadelphia and I'm trying to teach her, and you don't want to come off salesy, you want to be conversational, you don't wanna like, you know, we do this, this, and this. I mean, everybody does this. Everybody does that. Everybody underwrites yeah. to the findings. Everybody has competitive rates. Like some days your rates might be an eighth higher, might be an eighth higher right. the next day. It, right. It's, it's, it's not that, but it's, I like the approach, the change in approach, the credit, under, understanding credit seminars, the understanding how to sell a home, how to do, heck, how to just like, just how to read a credit report or how right. your credit score works. Right. Well, yeah, and I think if you can bring in an I mean, we can answer some of those, you know, high-level questions, but if you bring in an expert, then it's not you talking. And, you know, there are there are times where you want to be the resident expert by having that information, but you could get yourself trapped into, oh, that's all he does is repair credit when we don't do that. We're not licensed to do it. So, you want to be the person who's providing the opportunities, the high-level version where you say, "Hey, let's just sit down and let's talk about how we can do that." And then, you know, I use a, a credit restoration company company or, you know, I can reach out to my colleagues and find out, you know, ask the uh, credit, national credit doctor what his thoughts are. 
but you know, making sure that you're not crossing that line just like a, a CPA. You don't want to you want to preface everything. I'm not a CPA, I'm not a credit restoration guy, but I know enough yep. that I can tell you and see the signs and you know and, and do all those things because you you know, it's about passion. It's about having passion and trying to serve the client and get them to the home ownership. We want to get I gosh, I just had to tell someone the other day, look, it's probably gonna be a couple years, but hang in there because I've had clients in the past that have been five years and they're owning their own home now but i will tell you this if you do nothing it will be five years it will be 10 years let's work on this together and in the course of doing that you're still doing the same thing you're still calling them um you know in your abcs or whatever you know whatever um process you want to use and then you're still asking that same question hey before we hang up you know, I'm expanding my business to work more with realtors. Do you know a realtor? I'm expanding my business to work more with financial planners. Is there someone that you've worked with in the past that you could refer me to? I'd love the introduction. Hey, I'm working more with um, people that are expecting children, babies, because they, you know, they're going to grow out of their homes. Do you know anybody who's expecting a baby that you can introduce me to? I'd love the opportunity to help them. So you're asking constantly, you know, each one of these people that you're talking to. Right, and you and you're always have to ask for that. And that would separate you from the other people. Right. It's not assumptive. And I think a lot of people do that. And especially, you know, like with your new person and stuff, we can't take credit for closing the loan on on time and having good service and and having great rates because everyone's expected to do that. You're expected to have good rates. You're expected. I mean, nobody goes to the person with the highest rates. You're expected to have good rates. You're expected to close on time, and you're expected to have good customer service. So leading with that kind of sales approach is not going to differentiate you from anybody else, and certainly not products. Hey, we have it. You know, we've got this product. Everybody's got products. Um, Right. You know, it's twisting it in a way that makes it – um, I was just talking to a colleague of mine, and she said that one of her loan officers made. He, she said he's making mortgages sexy, you know, and and, and that's really what. And I know it's cute, and making them kind of sexy because they're not the same things. So when someone calls for a thirty-year fixed rate, and I tripped in and said, "Well, yeah, when someone calls for a thirty-year fixed rate, have you ever thought about going back and saying, hey, have you heard about the Super Saver twenty-five? No, what's that? No one's telling me about that. Well, all it is is a twenty-five-year loan." But you're presenting yeah. something different than the 30-year guy, and maybe someone needs that 25-year loan because just that difference in that in that timeline could provide them with enough equity to be able to do the move up that they want to do because they can't qualify for the home that they really want today. Or just the thousands of dollars they're going to save in interest. Absolutely, if they're going to keep it forever, right. So there's all kinds of little strategies, but, you know, it's just a 25-year term, but you can go out and say, I have 25 and 30-year and 15-year mortgages, or you can say, hey, have you heard about the Super Saver 25? You know, or you can go out and say, hey, look, I'll be your lender, your lender-in-waiting, your plan B. I'd, I'd love to give second opinions and do all that kind of stuff. Or you can say, hey, look, I have an urgent care program, I have an urgent care program mm-hmm. where if you have a loan that needs urgent care, everybody on my team is going to drop everything to get that loan resolved and salvage that loan and and, and um, keep it alive. So you have it, you know, I have the urgent care program. So basically what you're saying is I am your lender of second choice. I am your lender in waiting, but that's okay because you're making it sexy by saying, hey, I've got this urgent care program. Right. And I think it's pretty cool. And it's, and it's just a way of, again, you separate yourself from the next guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, I may be your second guy, but if you have something that you don't think that you need urgent help on, 
we call our urgent care program, and we're here to help you. Right, and you just so, find, you know, get your get your underwriter involved, get everybody involved, and say, hey, look, we got an urgent care stat. Everybody needs to drop everything, and we're all going to work on this loan. And you don't want to abuse it, and it's not a rush. This is an urgent care program where it's falling apart someplace else, and to save the day, you want to be there. You know what, and that is fantastic because – it's just another way of getting in the door and proving your, your metal to the next guy and showing them, like, because, again, there's a lot of people in our industry say, like, you've been doing this a long time, but you still keep the intensity and you keep thinking outside the box, where there's a lot yeah. of people that's doing the same things each and every day and they get complacent. Yeah, they're consistent, mm-hmm. but they're not thinking of new, different, fresh ideas to generate new business. Right, right. And that's, well, and that's paramount. Yeah, and one of the things that, that I really, I mean, my whole business has been focused on is that um, I do a lot of training. I do a, right. a tremendous amount of training for realtors and for financial planners. And so I'm at all of the associations. I'm a certified instructor. I hold my own classes for realtors and financial planners, for financial planners, because I am a certified mortgage planning specialist, I, I'm able to um, give them classes that they get CE training on. So I've, I've made it my my goal to be that kind of a um, loan officer. The reason why I was is that I didn't want to, one, I wasn't going to do cold calls. They're not successful for most people, for almost every loan officer in the country. There's a few that can do cold calling. But most people are not successful with that. So I decided, you know, instead of me going out there and trying to find one little realtor here and one realtor there and one realtor there, if I did it in a big group, I could be selective based on their participation in the group, the kinds of questions they ask, their their body language, you know, their words, and make the decision to say, you know what, no, I'm not working with them, don't like them, don't like their attitude, no thank you. Or, yeah, yeah. I really got to meet that person. That's where the rubber hits the road, and I say, let's run their numbers and make sure it's somebody I want to work with. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty neat because, you know what, you don't have to, you know, like I said, you're not going to sit around and have coffee with somebody for a $100,000 FHA deal with somebody with no money down and a 620 credit score that's going to take you just as much of time. And not that you don't want to help those people. You do, but then they're the, the bone, if you will, that somebody will throw you once in a while and, they're not the consistency. So, again, by doing what you're doing, you're controlling your own destiny. You're not letting somebody else control your financial freedom. Right, it's just, right. It's just plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's a couple of ideas. I don't know. Did you, you, did you pick my brain the way you wanted to pick my brain? Oh, I loved every minute <laughs> of it. And I, I, I think I'm willing to pay you to talk to you for, like, once a month. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's very cool, and I like it so much. And I think I'm going to go out, and um, I might. I like the fact that you give CE credits to these these uh, realtors, which is a great way to get gain credibility, and also yeah. meet new ones up and coming. And I have to see what it will take in the state of Pennsylvania uh, for me to become a certified mortgage planner. Right. Um, which right. is pretty neat. So. Um, okay, well, the I Certified like Mortgage Planner, you're going to get through cmpsinstitute.org. C-M-P-S. C-M-P-S, as in Sam, Certified Mortgage Planning Specialist. .org. C-M, 
Right, cmpsinstitute.org and get your certification there. Now that will just elevate you and be different from the normal run-of-the-mill loan officer already. Um, that has nothing to do with, that will allow you to be able to teach financial planners CE credits. Um, financial planners and realtors, wow. Just financial planners CE credits. Just financial okay. planners CE credits. To get credit accredited for um, and become an instructor for realtors, you want to go to your local association of realtors. Okay. Each association has a different criteria, even though they're in the same state. It's really weird how that is. So if you go to one association and have them approve you for the state, they may be able to share that approval with another association in your state, but that association might require a few more extra things that they want. So um, so you can't go directly to the state. You have to go through one of the associations to get that instructor um, approval. And it's not, it's not always that you're just an approved instructor for any class. You may have to develop your own classes. Well, we so you do a PowerPoint, it. and yeah, you just find out what their guidelines are. You know what they they want a syllabus, and they want objectives, and you know what people will learn, and how many minutes, and you know what you're going to do in in your whole timing. So there might be some work involved in it, um, but it's worth it. Yeah, no, I think it's 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 very very cool, and um, and and it's just another way because I've been really looking to get away, have a way to work with more financial planners. I mean, I know a gentleman; um, he doesn't work with any realtors. He deals all financial planner CPAs, right. and he does and he does three million dollars a month on average. Yeah, and um, which hey, in our industry, you're you're not starving. Right. No, not at all. Yeah, not <laughs> and that's at a all. Good living. And that's yeah. a good living, and that's where, like, I would want to be at least doing that, yeah, and uh, have and have somebody just to be, you get your LLA to help you type in the yeah the the 1003s and handle some of the conditions. But after that, yeah, that would be perfect, and I think that's a great idea. I, you know, Jennifer, I I just truly do appreciate your time. I mean, I know your time is money and it's valuable, but oh, thank you. you know, hang, hanging on here with me for 30 minutes and and help coaching me, you know, and I've been around, I've been around a long time. I've been in the mortgage industry since, you know, 99, but you know what, yeah. sometimes it, it feels good to surround yourself with people that are successful in your industry and hear what they're doing differently because, you know what, I don't know, I don't have all the answers. And I, oh, I think, no, I and none of so us great. do. Yeah, none of us do. Gosh, I even, I, you know, we had our, our um, monthly sales circle today and at my company, and I had questions too. And uh, so, I, you know, I believe in life learning, and, you know, there's nothing um, that says that you can't ask questions and try to, you know, you don't want to be above everybody. You want to learn from everyone. And, and, you know, the key is, like, your new person um, you want to learn from people that are beneath you as well, and I don't mean it in a monetary method or title or anything, but people that are new in the business because they have a fresh out, um, you know, outlook on everything. And right. so you want to, you don't want, you want to reach down just as much as you're reaching up. You know, you want to surround yourself with people that could be mentors and are, you know, doing it really well. But but don't forget the new people because they've got fresh new ideas. Right, and it, and it is because you know what they they. Especially the younger folks that are more techno uh, technology uh, savvy, they have a more technolo technological, um, yeah, their techie sort of approach. Excuse me, I got a little tongue tied there. That's but okay. yeah, they just 
they, they can come in and do so many different things, and they have so many different friends, and they know what the people are wanting in the younger generation because they're our home buyers of the future. That I mean, they're the people who are going to buy the new homes, or are going to ones that are going to buy, you know, refinance, do an addition, grow out of that home because they're growing a family. Because it's the life cycle we follow in our industry, realtors right. and mortgage originators ourselves. It's all about the life cycle. We get them when they do their first starter home, they get their bigger home, and then they do the you know, so forth. And then hopefully we get their children as well. <laughs> Right, right, and that's the that's the key thing right there is getting their kids. So, you know, yep. and keeping it keeping it going and making it easier so that you know as time goes on, you're not feeling you know drugged down by the business, but you're feeling um, elated, and that passion just keeps continuing to grow. And that's really key to have that sustainability. You know, if you want to be in and out and make a quick buck, um, I think those days are gone. Oh yeah, and I'm thankful those... because I don't like that. You know, when other people come in and ruin my industry. Well, exactly, because if you remember in the early, what, 2002, 2003, you know, mortgage companies were pulling guys, and I'm really sorry to say this, out of the Verizon cell phone kiosk in the mall and waiters Mm -hmm. and having them do the job. But, yeah, they're all gone now. So Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And I'm a – but, um, well, I hope I hey. hope it's been helpful for you, and you know I wish you all the luck in the world. But you can always feel free to give me a jingle, or you know shoot me an email, or put something in link, LinkedIn. I'm happy to help everybody out. So oh, I may yeah. and may I, ring out to you and say, okay, now what are you doing? Because I need new ideas too. So well, that's great. And then what? And I really do appreciate that. And secondly, uh, I'd love to look at some of your more some of your podcasts. I mean, is it on your you have on your website or whatever? Yeah, um, if you have I an iPhone. Yeah. yeah, if you if you have an iPhone, you have a podcast uh, app, and if you can't find it, just ask Siri to open the iPad iPodcast app, and it's called Mortgage Lending Mastery, and you can Mortgage subscribe. It's free. Mm-hmm. Lending Mastery. Mastery. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. It was an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Frank. Have a good week. Yeah, you too. Enjoy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.